0: WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon,
1: Faith Talk Tampa,
2: online at letstalkfaith.com, or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
0: Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Not
2: everyone can receive faith. Because, see, sometimes you speak faith, but they can't receive it because they don't see it. Because, see, you live on the level you believe. So Abraham had the wisdom not to tell his son that. Every now and then you can't tell everybody everything because not everybody can handle everything. Verse 6, then Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on the shoulders of Isaac, his son. And he took the fire pot, his own hand, and the sacrifice knife, and they walked together. Verse 7, and Isaac said to Abraham, his father, my father, he said, here I am, my son. Isaac said, look, we got the charcoal. We got the hickory wood chips. To God be the glory. We got the lighter fluid. Hallelujah. Where the ribs at, daddy? Where the hamburger meat at, daddy? See, remember, he's a young man. He ain't a dummy. He said, wait a second. I see everything for a barbecue. But I don't see the meat. And look what he says. He says, and and, and Abraham, now Abraham says, son, son, the Lord will provide for himself a sacrifice. Now, here's a revelation. Not everyone can receive what you know. Because if Abraham said, hey son, God told me to barbecue you today. So, uh, just go ahead and get yourself together. Uh, you want Esker crispy or you want medium well. Uh, but you about to go on the barbecue today. (laughs) Not everyone can receive faith. Because, see, sometimes you speak faith, but they can't receive it because they don't see it because, see, you live on the level you believe. So Abraham had the wisdom not to tell his son that. Every now and then you can't tell everybody everything because not everybody can handle everything. So sometimes God gave you a word for you. And then you try to find a cosigner. To validate God's word for you. And they keep looking at you like you're crazy. They should look at you crazy. The word was for. So Abraham didn't tell Isaac. He just says, the Lord will provide. Everyone say faith. He kept his mouth in check. Oh, glory to God. Verse 8, verse 8. Abraham said, my son, God will provide a lamb, a burnt offering. So the two walked together. My God. Hallelujah. Verse 9. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged a wood and bound Isaac, his son, and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. The altar was a place of worship. The altar's a place of sacrifice. Charles Spurgeon, the great theologian, said this. God is too kind to be cruel. He's too wise to make a mistake. And when you cannot trace the hand of God, you must trust the heart of God. Oh, I'm going to say that again. God is too kind to be cruel. He's too wise to make a mistake. And when you cannot trace the hand of God, you must trust the heart of God. Because, see, there's going to be seasons when things don't make sense. There's going to be seasons in life where things just don't add up. But that's when you must trust the heart of God he's consistent. And as Romans 28 says, it's going to work out for my good. It may not feel good. But it's going to work out for my good. Whew. Thank you, Father. Verse 10, Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he says, here I am. Verse 12, the Lord says, do not reach out with a knife in your hand against the boy and do nothing to harm him. For now, for, for, for now, for, for now, for now, I know. See, you don't know what you're rolling with till the test comes. He says, for, 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 for now, I know. For, for, until somebody jump on you and you see your friends either get in or don't get in, for now, I know. When your money is funny and your change is strange, and you looking around, we were at the restaurant Mo's yesterday, and the lady didn't have enough money. And I already know who I rode with, Pastor Charmaine. Charmaine said, "I take care of it." I said, "Slow your road To God be the glory. And and that lady says, "No, no, 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 I have money. I just want him to pay for it." And brother had to go out to the car because she says, <laughs> she says, because now I. <laughs> sometimes you have to allow some things to happen because after it happens, you say, well, see, sometimes you have to have a midnight call just to see who's going to show up. And then you can say, now. And that's the same thing God was doing. God said, let me ask you for something that you don't want to give up. Just to see who got your heart. Uh When I, I did my physical and, uh, they put this thing on your heart called an EKG. And they put it on your chest and it, you know, and it, and it prints out a, a little sheet. Whether well, you believe it or not, God is doing an EKG on your heart. And he just want to see who you're with. Because see, you don't know who a person is until, until the rubber. That, that's when you find, oh, oh, oh. Lord, for now I they've been borrowing money from you getting rides all of a sudden your car break down hey can you give me a ride, oh, I ain't got time for that now I you don't know till you get in a spot who is really with <laughs> he, he, he says uh, God says for now I know that you don't fear God, that you fear God with reverence and prospect, since you have not withheld from me your son, your only son, the son of promise. You know, I was in a grocery store last night, mm-hmm. went shopping, mm-hmm. no Kool-Aid this week, mm-hmm. praise the Lord. And uh, <laughs> I saw this on the shelf, spam. And I said, what the devil? I said, what's in spam? And man, I Googled it. And I said, T-. because I, in, in the aisle I was going to, oh, corned beef, Lord. I was raised on some corn beef. What? Mama cut some cabbage up. E, 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 E. Put that thing in there. Jesus, I was raised on this too, y'all. Some of y'all don't know about this. Ooh, with the red, ooh. what's that? And you put that thing in pot and that thing pop up and you take that peel around that thing and you put in that bread and you put that mustard and that mayonnaise I think it was Jesus. But then I looked at the ingredients. Because see, when you're broke, you don't look at ingredients. When you're broke, you just eat. You don't ask mama what's in that. See, now we sediti. Is it organic? (laughs) Is it grass-fed? You here? Is it cage-free? I don't know. It's eggs. But I read the ingredients. (laughs) Hey, this ain't the prices, right? (laughs) Let's say this. Quality meat. That's it. No, no, (laughs) nothing. Just quality meat. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer of success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo.
1: Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day?
2: dollars a pound. This T-bone costs more than all three of these. You could probably buy a whole case of these. Now, guess what? This is one hundred percent beef. I got a question. What you been putting on God's table? Some of y'all, I know, y'all been giving God some spam. No, no, no. In Malachi, he says this. You defile me. You bring blind animals. Talking about we offering God an offering. Animals. <laughs> how, how you going to bring a bro? If some of y'all come to us, Lord, this is my best. You know you, you don't gave your best to the club last night. I said it. I ain't scared of you. And you come to God and all of a sudden now you you, you like your, your hand hurt. It ain't hurt last. Mm. Malachi says this. A son honors his father and a servant's master. If then I'm your father, where's my... And if I'm a master, where's the reverend fair do me, says the Lord of hosts to you priests? He's talking church. Why you despise me? You say... In what way we despise your name? Look what he says. By offering polluted food upon my altar. And you ask how we the food? By thinking that the table of the Lord is contemptible. When you bring something to God, why do you bring your last versus your first? Because we serve a great God who does great things. So it's like you come to church and say, hey, Lord, I'm going to spam God. We, all, sorry, we have a choice. You can give God the last of your time or the first of your time. Jesus said this, seek me early. Yeah. Jesus says, I want the first part of your day. I want your heart. But what we do, we give God our leftovers. <laughs> I see it on Sundays. It's football season. That's people's worship. They have no problem coming three hours before the game starts because that's their worship. They have no problem paying $30 or $40 for parking because that's their worship. They have no problem paying $200 for a seat because that's their worship. I have no problem getting paraphernalia because that's my... I have no problem being in traffic and have the audacity to talk about these parking challenges in a church. And you can sit in traffic for three hours for a concert, because see, you are you know who you. These are all choices we make, and you might as well get your worship ready. Because when you get to heaven, it's 24-7. Holy, 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 holy and righteous is my God. You're going to be worshiping, so you might as well get yourself ready. My worship is for real. Ha. Back into my main text. And then Abraham looked up and glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the bush your ram doesn't show up until you're in position. The ram wasn't in the bush at the bottom of the hill. The ram was in the bush where you were, where you were supposed to be. So oftentimes, we never see our ram in the bush because we never get to the top of the mountain. Because we sit there and doubt, 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 doubt. No, no. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham named the place the Lord will provide, Jehovah-Jireh. And he said this, on this mountain, the Lord will send and will be seen and provided. All right, wisdom key, wisdom key. We must work our faith. James 2.21 says this, Was our father Abraham not shown to be justified by works of obedience which expressed his faith when he offered Isaac his son on the altar as a sacrifice to God? So, so, you see that this his faith was working together with his works. And as a result of the works, his faith was completed. His faith was what? Reaching its maturity when he expressed faith through obedience. Some of us have a lot of eyes, and in college, an eye means you're incomplete. It didn't say you didn't start; it just said you didn't. How many eyes do you have with God? They got some faith, but they got a big old eye because they never finished the test. And let me help you with God. He's a good God. He'll just give you another test and another test and another test. And how long do you want to have an eye on top of your head? Incomplete. Look what he says. Once he passes, look, he completed his test. The scripture says you will be tested. Oh, glory. Look at this next scripture right here, Isaac. This is Genesis 26, verses 1 through 3, and then prophet on. Look what he says. We must be obedient when to sow, when we don't know. Okay, Isaac, the same, the same young man that was about to be killed by his father. Look what this says. There was a famine in the land. Everyone say famine. That means there was lack. And God told him to stay in this place, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, temporarily, okay, So I'm I'm in a foreign land, there is a famine here, and I really don't have a solid position. This would be the last place I'd want to do something. Because no one sows in a dry season. But look what he did. The next next slide, look what he says here. Ah, Praise God. The next one. Thank you, Jesus. Then Isaac planted a seed in the land as a farmer and reaped in the same year. 100 times as much as he planted and the Lord blessed him and favored him. Pastor, what are you saying? Whenever you say, I'm going to sacrifice for God, just expect things to come up out of nowhere to get you off focus. Just, just go ahead and expect it. We had pledged, my wife and I, $10,000, maybe four, five, six weeks. I don't know how long ago. I said, this is what we're going to do, babe. Now, prior to this, I knew we'd be fasting because that's what we do. But I did not know in the midst of it, uh, we would get an appointment for my daughter to be in the chamber. Uh, We're going to be in a hyperbaric chamber. We had to get chest x-rays. That's how it looks. That was Charmaine and the baby girl. They have to stay in the chamber for a certain amount of time. We have to be in this chamber for 20 days straight, five hours a day, 20 days straight. It's a sacrifice. They take no insurance. You got to pay them every week for this. Everyone say sacrifice. So guess what? So now we're sitting there, and so now we're in the midst of fast. I said, Lord, why is this thing going to pop off during the fast? And then I said, okay, they want X amount of dollars to God be the glory. Then all of a sudden, Hurricane Irma come through, blow out this and that. Then all of a sudden, we get a roof in a leak. I said, a roof leak. I said, to God be the glory. And God said, Jomo, be still. Whenever you're about to make a sacrifice for God, the devil throws a whole bunch of things at you. So all of a sudden you say, well, I can't do it. I got to push back. I'm not ready. And that's how he always works. Whenever you say, I'm going to press in for God, expect arrows to come. My wife says, Jomo, I'm going to intensify my fast for the first two days. I'm just going to do liquids. I said, you go, girl. No, you go, girl. And that second day was hell for her. We got a call from my son. Uh, Dad, uh, I'm at the infirmary. They're sending me to the to the uh, urgent care. I might have broke my leg. Then Jemaya had an issue. I mean it. I mean all three kids had just just arrows. And I called her. I said, "Be still. Be still." see, this is how the enemy comes. Whenever you, When the enemy comes in like a flood, God of a standard. You got to be still. You got to be still and see the salvation of God. You got to be still. So what happens, whenever you say, Lord, I commit to this, get ready for hell to throw everything at you so that you can break your commitment. That's how it works. I said, Lord, I'm good. I'm going to sow what I said I'm going to sow. Because, see, I, I, you can't focus what you have. you got to focus on what God said. Now, I'm not telling you to get in debt. Amen. I'm not telling you to run up your credit card to do something. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when God puts something on your heart, he already knows every situation. He knows it all. And the enemy's job is to get you He cannot destroy you. His goal is to distract you. Lock in. It happened to Jesus. Jesus was in the wilderness and the Bible said he was tested. And the devil came and said, hey, man, here's some bread. Tap out right now. Eat some bread. You don't think right now on this Daniel fast, people ain't coming to you with bread? Man, they brought the big piece of bread out in front of me and last night. The bread was looking so good to God. Be the glory. They put that bread in, and they had that butter right in front of my face. You know, you know, You know, you see that bread and that butter. I don't know if you fast, that bread and butter be talking to you. Bread said, you want this, you know you want this, you like this, you know you like this. I said, I like it, I like it, I want it. But I can't have it right now. You got to understand, when you say your worship is for real, just expect it to be tested. If you say my worship is for real, expect to be tried. If you say my worship is for real, expect the enemy to come. Because see, what you're doing, whenever the Bible says, there's a great and effectual door open unto us. There's a great and effectual door open unto us, but there's many adversaries. So when you're on the verge of breakthrough, all hell gonna come at you. And that's why you gotta stay fast. Don't pull back now. You've come too far to turn back now. That's the faith walk. and
1: are in a faith light. Were you blessed by the word today?